baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. And Tony, if you could take my headphone level that I'm hearing in my ear down just a tab, uh, that'll be very good. Anyway, I'm feeling good. I had a nice, uh, great weekend of uh, Naked and Afraid Marathon. Uh, Now, keep in mind, if you've never seen the Naked and Afraid, they're probably not naked. uh, And they're definitely afraid. Okay, so that's, that's that. Uh, they uh, here, here you have a show called Naked and Afraid, and what's the first thing they do? They cut palm leaves and things to cover up what would have been naked. And the afraid part is, here's what I'm finding. I'm finding the women are a lot tougher in this competition than the men are. Because you see them at the beginning of the show, and the men have these tattoos that are going their entire length of body with a dragon and, and, uh, and fire breathing out of their mouths. And by day two, they're going, I can't do this anymore. i got to go home. Meanwhile, the women are chopping the bamboo tree down, and they're eating the roots and, you know, uh, fishing for dolphins. I mean, they're doing all the hard stuff, and the guys whimper off. Uh, except I found this, uh, this one woman uh, who uh, was on an earlier episode who said, uh, you know, they talked to them before the uh, start, and they, she said, I can't get over the, some of these contestants. They're just wimps. You know, I'm, I'm tough. I'm self-sufficient. I've always been tough. I'll always be tough. You're not seeing me wimp out. She got to day two. <laughs> you guys ever watch Naked and Afraid? I've seen the promos. I've never watched an episode. It, I like to watch it for a different reason. There's nothing uh, sexy about it at all, Okay. But I like uh, to see how they finally get the fire started. At night, you can sometimes see animals' eyes lurking around the campsite. Uh, it, and I like to see how they manage things. Uh, how do they get water? What they have, things they have to eat, things they have to drink. Uh, it's, a, it's a good show for that. Um, the naked and afraid part is just to get you to turn the uh, set on. That's about that. Uh, meanwhile, what did you guys do this weekend? Anything excited? Did you have a naked and afraid marathon yourself? <laughs> no naked and afraid <laughs> marathon. <laughs> she was naked, you were afraid. Yeah, something uh, like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I see a picture you posted of your son and daughter and you, and your son is getting ready to say, Dad... My voice is changing. It bring is change, starting to change br- a little bit. Bring me to the ice cream store now. <laughs> Why does time have to go by so fast? Oh, it does. I, oh, I, yeah, it does. It flies by. I was looking at a picture of him. Uh, he must have been three years old. He's holding a football in the backyard, and the football was half the size of him. And now he's 
I'd say maybe an inch shorter than me, uh, maybe closer to. Uh, yeah, it, it's well, amazing. You got some good uh, uh, pictures to show him as he gets older. Maybe when he gets married, this is what you look like, son. <laughs> and now you're grown up to be a man, a manly man, a, a Caligari type manly man. It's funny, is because he has he doesn't care about pictures. He, you know, you show him something. Hey, Nick, this is what you look like as a kid. Oh yeah, great. You know, and he'll walk away. Samantha, she loves it. She can't get enough of uh, baby pictures of herself and uh, and Nick. You know what I, I I hated growing up. I had a great childhood. I have no negative stories at all. But I I can't say hated. I disliked because I was very tall and very big. I was uh, six feet in the and uh, two hundred pounds in the seventh grade. Okay, and when relatives would come that I haven't seen in a while, they hadn't seen me in a while. They'd all pinch my cheek. Yep. Go, oh, look at how big he is. You know, and I and you you can't you know it can't be negative to that. No, it's uh, not just a pinch. It's a pinch and a yeah, stretch. It hurts. It hurts. I I could have made it uh, to the twenty uh, first day of naked and afraid without that kind of pain. I can still feel my uncle Frank pinching my cheeks. Yeah, I had an uncle Frank too, and he used to do that. So yeah, so that's the kind of thing happening. Meanwhile, Buzzy. When every dentist in the Western civilization is on the back patio sipping a cool one, you've got a tooth pain. Yeah, a little bit of tooth on the uh, on the right side of the mouth, but uh, hoping. <coughs> oh. Make it go away. But hoping I'm playing with my dental drill. <laughs> hoping that come on have that over. Fit. I'll be happy to drill you. <laughs> <laughs> So what's happening with your with your teeth? It, it's just it's it's a shooting pain as uh, as you said. Mostly when I bite down, but even when I'm just talking now, it's this pain that shoots from my tooth right to my ear. So hopefully, gonna have that figured out by the time this show is over. I hope so too. But if you don't, I would suggest my dentist, the people that are on my show, Westermeyer Martin. I hope that Westermeyer or Martin. Or Martin or Westermeyer is hearing this show right now going, quick, slip me into my lab coat, call the assistant, warm up the drill, Buzzy's coming. <laughs> I hope so, too. Yeah, that would be a very nice thing to do, and uh, we would most appreciate it if, if that could be worked out. So can you still eat? Yeah, I had my, uh, my morning Cliff Bar, and it was fine. You know, after the first two bites, you kind of get used to it. Uh, but obviously... Uh, I've heard you say that before. <laughs> Obviously not ideal. <laughs> no. No, it isn't. It isn't. Quick. Quick. I only have X amount of allotted time for the monologue, so we've got to talk fast. Okay. We'll be back right after this on News Radio 930 WBEN. So, Tony, what did you do? You obviously went on location to shoot some more family photos. Yeah, we did our weekly uh, drive. Had to get out of the house. And this week, uh, Jeannie picked the Glen Park in Williamsville and uh, it was nice. Went there and wasn't too, weren't too many people out. Did see one uh, look like a woman in her bride dress. I thought that was kind of odd because well, you can't have get-togethers. <laughs> yeah, they have uh, wedding pictures taken there. A lot of, a lot of people do uh, there in the falls and whatever. Speaking of wedding pictures, we still haven't been able to do any work on our, <laughs> on our wedding. We've been put on hold. You can't until you have information. Can't. Uh, We can't even. I mean, we have a date that we want, and it's clear. The date has been cleared. However, uh, uh, we haven't been able to go beyond that. Not even the cake or anything else. So, uh, and the dress. 
The dress. I have to find a nice dress for me to wear. Yeah, you do need a nice dress. <laughs> I do need one. And I can't can't wear white. On uh, you know, I have to wear an off color. Beige. Beige. I'm gonna wear beige. You know, but it's it's interesting. Your engagement is a really good like. That's when all of this started. Like your it's engagement a, was the last normal day at Intercom. My sister came up from Florida and got married just before all of this, and we got to the Hall of Fame. And that should have been the uh, – they wanted to see uh, my picture there. Uh, and it was, it was taken down for, uh, uh, for refurbishing. After how many years? 25 years they said it was up. <laughs> and, and they were redoing the exhibit. I'm still in it, but uh, it had to wait. And then all hell broke loose after that. Uh, and she barely got back to Florida before all the things started happening. And doesn't that seem like a long time ago that I proposed on the air? <laughs> Seems like ages. Yeah. yeah. What station was I working? <laughs> <laughs> what market? No, I've been in a few. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, so Buzzy needs uh, a, a a helping hand dentist. We got that. Tony had a great weekend. Uh, a little photography there at Glen Park, looking nice with the family, having a good time. I watched a naked and afraid. Uh, uh, video after video of them and of all of them I think the women outlasted the men in practically all of them uh, and and they're just regular normal looking women they don't look like you know they're uh, they're super workout people they just look like regular nice people and they're really tough uh, the women are a lot tougher would either of you ever consider going on a show like Naked and Afraid no I thought you, about it. No. You, you thought about it? Yeah, you see, you'd be the guy with the tattoos, the martial arts guy. Yeah, well, they don't have rock burgers, so I'm not, uh, I'm not they, doing it. They just had a martial arts guy, uh, and uh, he was a former cop and a black belt in karate or kung fu. It's one of the two. He was black belt. And I'm thinking, this, is this guy is going to do it. He lasted one day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was it. One day. Uh, I think they took his black belt uh, bag, made, gave him a pink belt. <laughs> That's it. Like you got a Costanza, pink sash. G Gary Costanza gave me a pink belt. I have a, a pink belt. It's, uh, it's part of my, uh, my outfit, my, my gi. Uh, my gi. Dun, 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 dun. I think the Temptations had that. <laughs> my gi. Uh, anyway, so uh, what did you do, Buzzy? Uh, this weekend, you know, kind of stayed low. Friday, we uh, enjoyed some adult beverages. I uh, watched a movie or two. We actually finished this show called The Outer Banks on Netflix. Uh, okay, The Outer Banks, what's it about? Because we always look for things to, to uh, binge on. It's about these young kids who uh, live on, in the Outer Banks. And it's, you know, the difference between the uh, have-nots have and the haves. Um, and they're going after this gold. And that's all I'll give you, because if I say anything else, I'll give it away. But, Sandy, let me tell you, there is not a moment in the ten episodes that's not intense. It is a very intense show, uh, but very good. I saw, I saw one. I'm ashamed to say I watched it. It wasn't this weekend. It was the weekend before. And uh, last Monday, I didn't even tell you I watched it, because I was embarrassed I watched it. How stupid of me, okay? They did a promo about... About Nazi gold, uh, Nazi gold in uh, South America, where apparently the na Nazis, according to this show, buried a lot of uh, purloined gold. And uh, while that was going on, they slipped into 
where was re- where was Hitler? Did he really die? Now it's been documented ten ways to Sunday how Hitler died. Okay, but they're claiming it's possible he didn't die, uh, that it was somebody else who shot themselves and they burned, yeah. and that he was really. Are you ready for this? <laughs> In Antarctica. Now, now I think I think. Hitler would stand out in New York City, in Antarctica. I can't imagine that. Can you see the Antarcticans going, who's that new guy in town? Looks <laughs> <laughs> a lot like Hitler, don't you think? You know, you know, see, somebody talk to him about that mustache. That's way out of style, okay? And uh, I waved to him across the street, and he put his right arm out stiff and straight. I'm nervous about that guy, and he's living in our community. Now, the, the thought of Hitler in Antarctica is preposterous, but I watched it. I had heard and South it, America, not Antarctica. Well, this is a South of South America. You yeah, I guess. It if it's Antarctica. So that's that. That's... Uh, I wish they had uh, had him escaping to Alaska, because I watch a lot of those shows. Uh, the uh, the Alaskan shows native uh, native Alaskans and they're very interesting. These people are incredibly good at what they do and they can do almost anything with uh, very little material or, or the right tools or anything. Uh, that's good. Uh, but they put them in Antarctica and you, there's no Antarctica shows on right now that I that I know of. That's kind of like right. the Hunter yeah. show with Al Pacino, but they have Hitler still alive but in Argentina. Yeah, that's where a lot of Nazis actually did escape to, uh, and uh, uh, the Nazi hunters went down there and, and dug them all out and brought them back to justice. We're very happy about that. Uh, I'm fascinated with World War II because of the enormity. Keep in mind, the entire world, with, with the exception of maybe Switzerland, was on, uh, was on fire at the same time. It's just amazing. Okay, when we come back, uh, that's the end. The official end, I've got the clock timer on my monologue. And now we'll actually start the show right after the news on News Radio 930 WBEN. Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with Beach and Company. Different things uh, amaze me. I'm in a room that has a lot of my uh, books and a lot of uh, DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that. Uh, walls full of them, okay? Uh, three walls full of them. And I'm thinking, if I were locked in this room and I had to read every word in every book and watch every video that's in here, if I was 10 years old and just, uh, you know, just starting to uh, be good at reading, I couldn't, I couldn't read them in a lifetime. 
It's amazing. Uh, but I'm not intending to do that, so I should be <laughs> okay watching Naked and Afraid on the weekends. See, I, I've, I've boosted myself intellectually. Now, the president made some news over the weekend, certainly. One of the things the president says, he makes news all the time, but said uh, we, he expects we'll have a vaccine uh, for the virus by the end of the year. And he repeated that a couple of times. Now, uh, here's, here's what the problem is saying that. Uh, and I'll tell you why he's saying it, okay? He's saying it because he's optimistic that we will, and he's uh, seen some, um, some studies. I think they're doing like eight of them all at the same time, clinical uh, trials, things like that. And uh, the, the scientists, I'm sure, and the manufacturers are saying we're on our way, this is good so far, and whatever. But I think he's, he's going to be criticized, uh, as he was last time, for recommending uh, the uh, clinical test that was uh, held in France with 40 people, and of the 40 people, every one of them recovered. Uh, and uh, so he was very upbeat about that, and then he got criticized for it later uh, uh, because people said he was just uh, too optimistic. He is the president of the United States. I think when he says something like that, I think he really believes it, first of all. I don't think he's just snowing us, but I think he believes it. And I think he does what he thinks a president should do, uh, offer hope. It gives us something to look forward to in the future. Oh, wow, this is uh, something that could happen. It's going to be very good when it does happen, and, uh, and it keeps you hanging on. So you're not thinking, oh, gee, we've been out now a couple of months, and uh, there's nothing going on with that. I, I hope it's not. They just cancel school until next September, basically with the exception of summer school, and we don't know about that yet. Neither do they. Uh, but uh, we, we get no hope. It's gloomy. We're going to have a frost this weekend. <laughs> so what he tries to do is keep that carrot on the stick in front of us so that we have something to look forward to. I don't know about you, uh, and uh, we're all different. Uh, many of the things that happen in my life are things I've looked forward to. Okay, and and gives you something to um, uh, to work toward the birth of my daughter, obviously, um, uh, that sort of thing. And but a lot of the times it was cars. Oh, I just read about this car. Can't find it yet, but I will. And you go and either at the beginning of my career, go driving around looking to see what was on the car dealer's lots. Even on Sunday, even with snow and ice, I used to carry an ice chipper with me. Uh, and, and it gave me something to look forward to. Then I'd get it, and I'd like it. And then I'd say, oh, there's something else. <laughs> so it was continuous forward motion of something I was looking forward to that I've spent most of my life doing. Now, right now, I'm looking forward to getting married uh, with my fiancé. Uh, and so it, there's always something in my life uh, to look forward to. And even in, in uh, tough spots... Uh, where I, I, you know, I lost someone dear to me. I knew that, um, uh, you know, sometime I don't know how long, and I'm uh, still not over it totally. Uh, it would, uh, it would, it, it would allow me to to enjoy my life again, and so that's where I am now. Okay, and after that, there'll be something else. All right. Uh, so I think that's what the president does. He knows if he says the end of the year 
then we're not shocked when some school district says, well, uh, we're not coming back till at least September. Or some manufacturing plant says uh, we can't even uh, reopen because of this or that, and it's going to be October. And, and it gives us something to hang on to. So I'm not going to criticize them. Uh, I hope we do have a vaccine by the end of the year. But if not, I'm not going to criticize him for being optimistic, okay? It's not a horse race where he said, bet on number six to place. No, it's not that at all. It's a, uh, it's a word from the President of the United States. It's a word of hope in the future. And that is what he's uh, handing out, as far as I can see, anyway. So my first question is, will we have a vaccine as the president predicts, by the end of the year. Keep in mind, this is May. This is the fifth month. It's 12 months, so uh, we got a little ways to go before we get to uh, the end of the year. But my second question is, would you get that vaccine? Well, hold on now. Hold on, Andy, because there's a lot of people who uh, have made a big public deal about never getting a, a, vac- never getting a, a vaccine. Uh, they uh, they think that they're not safe and they're going to cause this problem or that problem and whatever. And uh, there's a, a big article, too, in uh, in the paper over the weekend about uh, the, these uh, people who uh, have spent a long time protesting everything to do with vaccines. And they're not about to, um, I don't think they're about to get any, but I'm just wondering about the rest of you. Will you get it? Now, if you say yes... Uh, that's the end of that. Okay, good. There was a vaccine and you got it, and uh, I hope you never get the the COVID-19. But if you didn't get it, and if you didn't get it, you sure wouldn't allow your kids to get it. Should your kids not be allowed to go back to school if there is a vaccine and they do not get it? Uh, That will cause a, a... The second two things that I just mentioned about whether you'd get a vaccine, and if your kids could go to school without a vaccine, I think are, are big fire starters. Um, and we'll talk to you about it, 803-0930, 1-800-616-9236, and star 930. We're back after this. What an idiot I am. I'm getting ready to throw the cue to Tony to run the commercial stop set, right? As I get through saying the last words, I give Tony a cue with my hand the exact way I do it (laughs) when I'm looking at him six feet from where I'm sitting. So I'm I'm, I'm 11 miles away from Tony, and I just gave him a hand cue. (laughs) We just just get used to it. You know, I wonder if I I ever do that in social situations. You know, I'm through talking to somebody say, yeah, Bill, it's uh, good to see you. And then I point to somebody else. I, 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 you get some habits in radio that you never break. Okay, Facebook, Facebook. Here's what we have. Uh, will we have a vaccine, as the president predicts, by the end of the year? That's question one. Question two, will you get it if we have it? If we have it, will you come and get it? And if you do not choose it, should your kids be allowed in school? I, I think kids in school, uh, for the sake of the other kids in school, uh, uh, should uh, not be allowed unless they get proper va- vaccinations. But I'll tell you, here's the argument they'll make. Uh, it was, say we do get it by the end of the year, and uh, they don't want to get it because they just don't believe in, in vaccinations, period. The argument's going to be, this was rushed. 
You know, we didn't do enough clinical trials. They didn't last enough. Um, and, and they'll quote all kinds of statistics uh, for this, that, and the other thing. So first of all, I will ask my guys, as I always do, and uh, Tony has children. Buzzy, I assume, will have children eventually, right after a Virginia Tech game, probably. Okay. Uh, Tony, will we have a vaccination by the end of the year? It's I don't see how, you know, but then again, I'm not a scientist. The last thing I saw in vaccinations was that the fastest we have ever produced one was within four years, and that's because of the testing and everything involved with uh, coming up with a vaccine. The fact that they are uh, that they believe that they will have one this soon is absolutely amazing. Well, you know, modern medicine improves itself all the time. Why, why would we believe they couldn't do it with this? Uh, maybe because it's a new, a new strain, a new vaccination. But yeah, okay. And considering right. too that this virus uh, affects people differently, like it could hit Joe one way, me another way, and you a completely different way. Well, that's true. Uh, that's true. Okay. Second question, Tony. Would you get it? Suppose there was one by by uh, Christmas time. Would you get it? Yeah, sure. I get the flu shot every year, and I don't see why I wouldn't get this. But here's the thing that I read. Only 60% of Americans get the flu shot every year. Yeah, I, you know why? Because everybody mixes the flu with a bad cold. Flu kills people. There are, you know, colds are different. You can, you can be very sick with a cold. It can affect your respiratory system. Uh, but we're so used to it. It's the same sign as last year. Oh, should we get it? Should we get it now as we're going into the drugstore? Boom, boom, boom. No, let's put it off. And that there's that. Uh, if you did not vaccinate your kids, should they be allowed to go to school? No. 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 Good. I don't know. I think you should be vaccinated. Yeah. Good. All right. Now, Beamer. Let's pretend that Buzzy Beamer is a dad, okay? <laughs> so we'll ask uh, Mr. Beamer, yes. uh, the official Buzzy Beamer uh, moniker, uh, will we have a vaccine by the end of the year as the president predicts? I think so. You know, they've. I, I trust we have a lot of smart people. I know we have a lot of uh, smart people in the medical community. They've put the rush through this. They have all their top people on it. If the president says that, it must mean he's heard something. You know, everything he says, there's something he's heard in discussions. So I think there's a very good chance uh, if he says it that we'll have one by the end of the year. And uh, I think he, it's a good motivator, good look forward, give us a little hope here. I have no problem with him saying that. Would you get the shot, Buzz? Yes, right away. Okay. If, uh, if you and Katie had children, would they get the shot? Yes. All right. Right Those away. Good, good answers. Because I don't want my kids to be responsible for someone else that might be a high risk getting the virus and restart, potentially restarting the spike. That's a good point. Okay, me, okay. Uh, do I think he'll get it by the end of the year? Yeah, I do. I do. And I hope he does. And it's giving me the hope that I think that's uh, why he threw that out there. Uh, would I get the shot? Yeah, I get I get the uh, flu shot every year. And if I did not want my kid to have it, uh, should my kid, uh, Dawn, be allowed in school? And the answer is no. Uh, no, she should not be. If I if I do not vac have her vaccinated, she shouldn't be able to uh, 
uh, be go to, uh, going to school because the other kids are there who did get vaccinated. And, that, and that's basically the way I would view it. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236-930. Mr. Joseph Beamer, you have some uh, Facebook for us. Well, our text board is frozen, so I, I can't get to it. But give, why don't you give me a, um, a, couple of, uh, a couple of your posts? Yes, Sandy. We'll start with that first question you uh, asked Tony and I. Will we have a vaccine by the end of the year? And we'll start with Rich, who says no. This is a coronavirus, folks. I really wish someone would do some study on the human COVID. How hard is it? We've had what is three months to inform ourselves, and we're still asking questions like this. We first have to get informed to know what we're fighting. All right, there's somebody who knows all the answers. We should have just asked him. Uh, uh, There's no sense in actually having any uh, speculation or any hope. And I think the president should just bring him up on stage. Absolutely. We should know what we're talking about. It's a break on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 